following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Brian Finch, and uh, I just don't know shit about aliens. Hi, my name is Derek Jazz, and I definitely don't know shit about aliens. Welcome to These Guys Don't Know Shit, the podcast for people who want to learn about things they're embarrassed about or curious about or whatever it may be that leads them down that road to learn about said subject. And today's subject is aliens and we don't have an expert because you know what that term expert was probably going to be kind of loose anyways uh a friend of ours um had a scheduling conflict so things couldn't work out in that aspect but uh he's a diehard fan of alien culture alien history whatever ufos what what have you uh, as well as I am, uh, Jaws. Let's hear. That's right. I'm going to refer to you as just Jaws. Let's get that out of the way. It's right fine now. with me. Uh, <laughs> Jaws, what do you know about aliens? Uh, my general knowledge of aliens comes from pretty much just movies and pop culture, uh, most of which just isn't true. You know, it's a very, very flowered up, very uh, dramatized, we'll say. And mm-hmm. As far as actual human life, I do know that our uh, the universe is far too small for us to be the only, I mean, if you want to call us intelligent life, feel free, but uh, the only sentient life out there. And that's about where it stops. Oh, and I know that we are going to try to attack Area 51 at one point to see what was what, what was going on there. And there were like chads with their vapes and dudes Naruto running. And that's, yeah. I wanted to see a entire army of people just Naruto running across the fields of Area 51 with them, you know, the army just laying them all out one by one with some kind of weapon we've never seen before. Right. Just like one big laser beam that you've the like, you know, the the what like the was the beam cannon in uh, Halo was. Yes. Modeled after just like it just charged up. And when they let it go, it just like a sustained beam just woof, and the dudes are just gone. That's what I'm picturing. It would have been, yeah. it would have been something. It would have been something. Uh, I, I, you kind of brought up the, the exact thing that we probably should start with. Uh, the idea that we think of for aliens comes from Area 51. Um, I do have some things that date back way further than 1946, I believe, was Roswell. I don't have it right in front of me, but. Off the top of my head, I think it was 1946. Um, there's th- this, it's happened throughout history. There's cave paintings that right. seem to depict some sort of alien presence, some sort of uh, a celestial being, as it, as it may be, right? So, let but let's start with the American phenomenon of 
alien culture and obsession with Roswell. So let's go there right now. Uh, the number one thing I do know about Roswell is this. It doesn't take place actually in Roswell. The reason it's called Roswell is because that was the nearest sheriff. And that's where the call was placed to. So right. when someone called like, hey, there was this crash, it was to Roswell, New Mexico. And then out comes the sheriff and they start going through all of it. And it is interesting to say the least. How familiar are you with Roswell other than just the name and location? So I know that it is one of the uh, most enigmatic places in like in the continental us because like the airspace for not just over the the structures and the buildings itself but like extending to a radius outside of them is so protected that you know you could be flying a plane and they're just be like this is your warning turn around or we're shooting you down sure and you know there's um if you're you know hiking the mountains around the area, like you'll come across a sign that says, if you're reading this, we see you turn around or we're shooting. Like just like heavily guarded, heavily worn, like this is it, man. This is close you get, or this is the last place you go. And there's no questions asked. Like this is like they I've I've heard even up to they cite uh like fe- the federal code that they would be following to do so to be like, we're not kidding. Right. Like go turn around, other way. We are authorized to do this to you because of this number, this letter right here. Yeah. Federal, federal dictation code five, two, eight, one, nine, go the home. Right. Yeah. (laughs) This is, this is uh, government uh, issued, uh, you know, equipment to eliminate you immediately. Right. So automatically, Jaws, I am off to a poor start as a quote unquote expert. Uh, Roswell incident happens July 8th, 1947. I was off by a year. Um, it was a press release was issued uh, from Roswell Army Airfield referring to a recovered flying disc. So what happens is uh, crash happens. Farmer goes out, discovers his wreck, calls his local sheriff. Sheriff comes out. Sheriff goes, oh, shit. I better I better get someone else. He brings in the army. You know, the, so the army comes in, Air Force and all that. And then they immediately just start seizing stuff. But in the meantime, that farmer has taken stuff back to his house and woken up his kids. He had like two kids and his wife at like two o'clock in the morning with all this crazy metal like stuff aluminum foil whatever like looking material wow and they they uh later they like they tested it um i don't know if it's his stuff but other stuff but it was you know radioactive um and so immediately the first press release is talking about that it is a flying saucer that this did crash from space like that's the first thing that goes out but then the army gets out and says, we can't, we cannot let this start off like this. We have to do something else. That's where the weather balloon comes in. They're gotcha. the, they pushed the narrative of it was just a weather balloon. No thing to see here. Normal weather balloon. Even though there is, I'm literally looking at the clip, the clipping from the newspaper of the, the original <laughs> post. 
RAAF captures flying saucer on ranch in Roswell region. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so immediately our our me and you are kind of programmed, pre-programmed to run with this alien culture existence dilemma. It's wrapped in, in the conspiracy. It's already linked hand in hand. So that's something I always struggle with. I hate it because there's definitely fakes out there. There's definitely exaggerations. There are definitely, you know, people that completely just wanted to build up some sort of weird reputation as a alien or UFO expert. And those are false. But there, there's plenty other instances which are completely credible and make a lot of sense and have many people that saw it over many different miles. Like uh, in the 50s, I'm, I'm not going to look up the exact date, but there was a UFO captured by photograph over the UF, or over the White House. Did you know about that? Uh, I have heard of that. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, if you fast forward a decade later and there, there's a massive sighting. You know, with with hundreds of people that seeing it in a very public place, plus the picture. And then, you know, you can go even more recently to our own Air Force pilots, which have been there's been a big disclosure act, right, where they're going to be releasing all this alien stuff, all this UFO stuff. And these guys, um, Captain, I should probably look this up so I get his name right. He went on the Joe Rogan podcast and wow. talked about what he saw, you know, and if you watch his, the YouTube video of that, you get to see the released Air Force video of the craft and what it's doing and performing. Now, obviously, I mean, I just took us on a UFO journey, uh, right, which doesn't necessarily say alien. You know, they could be remotely controlled by who knows what they are. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, Captain, uh, boy, I'm, I'm a slow typer here. So how about this? So I'll just skip that for now. Let's talk about what you know about alien species. Do you know anything about what could be alien, like what different species you may encounter on Earth? Uh, see, that th- this is where I literally don't know shit. <laughs> This is the really weird stuff, Jaws. This is the stuff that I don't know if you wanted to know, uh, but probably. Oh, I always want to know. Okay. I might regret it later, but right now I want to know. Because it doesn't, it doesn't feel good. It makes you feel really nerdy and, and, (laughs) (laughs) and weird. It doesn't, it doesn't feel great. Um, So there's the reptilians. Right. Okay. There's the grays. There's the tall whites. And then there is the small, the small grays, something like that. There's a good differentiator. So when you picture an alien in Roswell, you normally get the egg-shaped kind of face, yeah, with the the beady eyes, right? That classic alien look. That is modeled after a gray. Okay. So that's uh, what's <laughs> here we go. Uh, this is what is believed to be the controlled race of aliens they're not like me and you they're more of a hive mentality okay and and there's other alien species i think it's the tall whites supposedly that 
force them to go and do their thing. And they're not really like consciously choosing to abduct people and probe them or whatever they do. Cause they are, that's what they're known for is uh, the abductions. That's where there's so many tied to UFOs. Okay. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I'm in. This is awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm pulling this up as you're talking about it. So I can kind of read along with you. <laughs> so with the reptilians, they are enemies of the tall whites. Okay. So I think the, their tall whites are also called the Palladians. And basically the tall whites um, are the reason that humans became human-like. They're the ones that would have, if you believe that Egyptians got help from aliens or other civilizations got help from aliens to build their massive structures, temples, what have you, that would be the tall whites that did that. They came to Earth, saw this primitive ape species and said, hey, we could help them along. And they helped us evolve, grow, whatever. Uh, but the reptilians, the enemy of them, they're just out for themselves. So they come to Earth. Now, I guess they say they come here because they actually have like diplomatic reasons, which you'll see if you follow me on Twitter, you'll see me every now and then post uh, uh, or tweet a picture of a person and say, that's a reptilian because they, there's just something behind the eyes. You know, there, it's a little shifty and it's just like, all right, that's not a real person. If, if reptilians are, are real and walking among, among us in like uh, human skin, which they can do, uh, that's what they would look like, like blank behind the eyes. And now I've seen like YouTube videos and stuff where people claim to show footage of like certain politicians in power and stuff like that, like having a second set of eyelids that like blink in and out as opposed to up and down mm-hmm. that you can like sometimes catch that on camera and stuff like that. If you have a high, high enough resolution uh, video. So like those I've heard of. Well, yeah, those, um, you know, that's, that's what got all of us to, I'm sorry, I'm reading here, which I should not do live, but okay. You went to be lose some. I think that the uh, reason that those exist is because um, there needs to be a balance in our eyes. You know what I mean? And right. So uh, I feel pretty good about grays or grays and what they're here for. I don't feel good about reptilians, but I I do think that the Palladian tall whites, blah, blah, blah. I think that uh, talking point makes me feel okay and good. Like it's, it's kind of believable in a way. Like, I'm sorry. Anyone out there listens. That's a, a, a Christian diehard and, or uh, believes one way or another, then that's good for you. But if aliens exist, <laughs> Um, this is some sort of spiritual being themselves as well. You know what I mean? That the Palladians, the Hall Whites, are they the angels? You know what I mean? That's what I'm getting to. Are your stories of in the Bible of angels? Like you, when you read them, you picture humans. Well, maybe they weren't human. Maybe they were. They looked different, but your brain can't figure that out. Like so, primitive brain would look at it and go. Okay, you're mostly human, I think. So, interestingly enough, um, 
I, I like because I, I've I've often had the conversation of religion with people based on basically being a way for us to explain things we we don't understand, mm-hmm. which is why as we scientifically grow as the human race, what we we deviate more and more from religion because we understand more things. Like think about like you know when before we understood why the sun rose and set, what did they do? Well, there was a god with a chariot that dragged it across the sky, right? Like so that's. So that makes sense. So, I mean, these, these people were able to do things and, and these aliens were able to do things and be things that we didn't understand as, as humans. Well, they're a God or they're an angel. And then, you know, and if you actually look back, uh, if you dive into religion enough, you'll find that most aliens aren't actually described as humanoid. Uh, some of them are, but some of them are just like gigantic blobs of eyes right. floating around and stuff. Like it's, it's, it's fascinating. Like, right. I, and I'm not a religious person. It's just fascinating. Uh, I finally that article finally loaded. I was like, "Here we go." See, give give me give me a chance to talk. It'll uh, let your let your phone catch up. This is CNN uh, politics, <laughs> and apparently, what I, what I was reading was them asking my okay to sell to a third party. I've never seen that pop up on a website, and so it's like stopped me in my tracks. I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I've never clicked. I've never clicked on a link before and have to turn that off. So, I, yeah, no, you're not allowed to. I turn that off. Uh, so it's a retired U.S. Navy chief, uh, Sean uh, Cahill, Cahill, C-A-H-I-L. And he's gone on record many different shows and and talked about how, like, and I saw something that's 100% not us. <laughs> that's all I can tell you. Stop. Because people trying like, oh, you're saying aliens. Oh, you're saying this. He's like, I, ju- I just can tell you that as a U.S. Air Force pilot, that's not us. That's not u.s american military grade equipment what that thing just did he goes we don't have that maybe we do though i mean area 51 is uh you know that's where that stuff's created i think that stuff is area 51 is 100 nothing to do with aliens and 100 to do with uh maybe it was alien but they're just creating crazy technology there's a so podcast that I listened to that talked a lot about that. I've actually heard that before where it's actually a combination of the two things where area 51 is a military weapons testing site, but the weapons they're testing are essentially things that we've reverse engineered from alien contact. Mm -hmm. So they need this desolate miles wide radius of freedom so people like because they don't know what half the stuff is going to do. Right. So they just need all the room in the world to be able to test it and be like, oh, OK. And, right. you know, it, it's part of the conversation of like, oh, we need guns because and again, gun owner, don't 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 shoot me here. But right. you know, we need guns to protect ourselves from the government. The government could vaporize us if they wanted to calm the fuck down. <laughs> sorry, am I, I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on the show. I would hope so. The, the show's called These Guys Don't Know. Yeah, shit. don't know shit. Good call. Nice going, idiot. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I just I, woke up. Cut me some slack. I I'm totally cutting you lots of slack. The I okay. So there's two things I want to touch on there that you just said. So one being the did you ever hear of the Eisenhower uh, treaty or contract that he signed with aliens? Yes. Okay. So the idea was this: you can keep allowing the the grays to come and abduct people. American citizens and perform your tests and do whatever you have to do in exchange. You need to give us technology. 
So that's what gave us Bluetooth, internet, cell phones, what have you. And that's why it seemed in a, in a 80 year span since the forties technology just like started clipping, like just every decade, faster, smaller, faster, smaller, fat. And now all of a sudden, you know, look, look at a raspberry Pi. like really if like, Look, go on Amazon right now and, and type type in Raspberry Pi and look how small that thing is and how crazy powerful it is and what it can run. So, you know, it's it's not that crazy to think that we got a lot of help from somebody that knows a lot more than us. I mean, that not that what, how we learn? Isn't that what this show is? You know, the premise behind the show is learn from somebody who, who knows more about something and you know nothing about, but they help you and you learn. And so, yeah, it's hundred percent of what I think probably happened, but you also sound very weird and very insane when you say that out loud. But it's kind of where I've talked myself into in in my adult life, which is aliens are just as believable as anything else in this world. And the fact that there's some out there that would want to help you for one reason or another is also not that insane. Right. Hum- humanity has that. We we do that constantly. Charities. You know, a next door neighbor, whatever, a sick family member, you you take care of people. It's what we do. So to think that beings that are millions of years older than us that have existed for millions of years, they understand that better than we could ever think of. Sure. So the other thing with the Eisenhower uh, Treaty and talking about Roswell is that with that technology, we've continued our own research. And I listened to this dude who supposedly worked at Area uh, 51, and he was seven floors down. He, he was allowed to go seven floors down, so whatever class that was. He saw, so like a mech warrior suit that they were they're making, and I guess this is, I think they actually did leak one that you can see, like maybe it's not military, but it's like a college may have made one. But the one that he saw, this dude was able to pick up like well, not a full size sedan, but a good size car. And he was able to pick it up over his head while he was in this mech warrior suit. Which he literally climbed in like you would, like you would see in like avatar where they climbed into the chest piece. Yeah. You know, and it, like strapped in all that. So it's literally just like that. And the other thing that it had, would it, it had this crazy baton. He said that was like made out of plasma. And so he swung this baton down and it like carved that car in half. Holy shit. Yeah. He says in 100% they have this. Um, the other thing he knew that existed. Um, so when we went and took care of bin Laden, they used those helicopters, right? And then they had to blow one up that crashed or whatever. They, the one got left behind and they had to like destroy it so no one else could use it. Yeah. Um, those were in development for over like 20, 30 years. Wow. Yeah. So that's where they're at. And uh, th- they've got all sorts of like he said that there's Equipped with the, uh, <laughs> this is getting a little off track, but it's fun. Uh, with the presidential limo, the limo is e- equipped with this gas that, when dispersed around it, will suck out all the oxygen in a so many feet radius. Like it will not sucks it in, but pushes it all out. So there's no oxygen to breathe in the So if the car was ever being like taken over and like a whole bunch of crowds were like on top of it they could do that and those people start suffocating that that's insane <laughs> and, and i believe it yeah i like 
I, I hold like when you start talking to me about stuff about like, like, like that, you know, should, should your average celebrity have that? No. Should, should I be able to just like be driving my truck and be like, you know, these damn kids run around. No, like, but like the, the leader of the country being swarmed by a mob. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Yeah. Right. I mean, I never like the dude, but I appreciate the fact that they can protect him that way. Right. And I believe wholeheartedly that a lot of our scientific advancements are based off aliens. It's aliens. And it's also operation paperclip, which is extracting the Nazi scientists post world war two out of Germany and away from the Russians so they could come help us build our rockets. The, literally, NASA does not exist without Nazis. Yeah. And uh, the, the fact that some of the scientists we took were in that, uh, what was it called? Like the super sciences division or whatever, like the like dealing with like the occult and stuff like that. Like, yep. yeah. Wh- why did we take those for NASA? Well, they're not in NASA. Then why did we take them? Yeah. <laughs> That's literally where they got, you know, the um, Captain America. What are what are those bad guys called? Uh, Hydra. Yeah, that's they. That's literally that it exists. It's real. It's fascinating. There's a lot of uh, Nazis in the occult documentary documentaries that you can watch, and they're all extremely fun and fascinating. Um, They believed in aliens, too. Actually, tied back in once again. Here we go. Full circle. The uh, Nazis. Um, party had a occult group that was kind of like behind their whole power and they believed like the whole Aryan race came from that ideology and kind of religion which fueled all of it and it's all tied into once again the tall whites had yes. blonde hair blue eyes very pale complexion you know that's what they thought they were supposed to get back to supposedly that's what the city of atlantis was full of atlantis was um the greatest civilization on earth at its time and the reason was is because they were heavily influenced by the palladians not saying they were nazis i'm saying they were influenced by potentially a alien uh being more heavily than other areas of the world Right. I mean, especially if you're talking, you know, having information on these guys being so scientifically advanced and just so advanced as a whole, like, you know, and it, it also explains the appropriation of Nordic symbols by the Nazis because they're referred to as Nordic aliens. Oh, right. No, Weird. absolutely. <laughs> the things you can learn on a Wikipedia page. Yeah, <laughs> that's 100 percent true. Right. No one would ever put anything fake on there. No. Even though I literally saw Chandler Jones was already a Buffalo Bill on there like three times. Yeah, that's it's one of my least favorite things. <laughs> Although I do like going in and like changing things from time to time that that are funny. Like that's not funny, but like putting a quarterback, like putting the Buffalo Bills as a quarterback's daddy is funny. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Uh, so back to aliens, uh, the other, uh, thing I wanted to touch on some kind of unique things that happened throughout alien, uh, history is that there supposedly is a underground base where reptilians, 
the grays and the tall whites along with Americans uh, all exist underground and handle diplomatic issues that may pop up between the different species. And it is in, oh, it's, it's, it's actually connected to Roswell or not Roswell, sorry, area 51, but it's like through a tunnel uh, system. Um, But the, uh, supposedly there's like this like big civil war that happened where the Americans that were working there, not all of them, but a, a, a good amount of them like fought reptilians but reptilians have these guns that can make us like vaporize. So Ooh. we we lost. We didn't win. We lost, unfortunately. Yeah. But damn. The reason they were fighting was because of uh unjust <clears throat> um treatment of humans in the uh base. And you know what? I, I feel that's warranted. Sure. I would I would want to be treated justly in the house of aliens. <laughs> Uh, underground alien base. Let's see what this pulls up. Dolce, New Mexico. Well, there you go. So, and supposedly under Dolce, New Mexico, which for the tinfoil hat wearers, uh, how dare you? That's what this article <laughs> calls us. How dare they? It's weird. It's out there. Um, I don't like to plug this podcast uh, often because they're not on our network. Shout out our network. It's the best. Um, but last podcast on the left does a fantastic job uh, covering everything that has to do with aliens. And they cover this one. Um, Dulce base uh, is fantastic. It's, it's hilarious. The whole story is just completely absurd and it's it's a lot of fun aliens are fun Josh. thanks for choosing this topic by the way listen man this is awesome i'm having a good time like you you know talking about something like listen i talk sports a lot i talk movies a bit and then my fourth show we don't really talk about anything but we talk about everything so like seinfeld gotcha it, like we, I, I refer to it to people like it's a podcast about nothing. Like this, the, our episode this week was um, things, rules, and laws you pr- you should probably know, but don't. And it's like, you know, what, why, why is the right of way called the right of way? Well, when four people come to a stop sign, who goes first? The person on the most on the right hand most side. So like, just stupid little things like that. Because I was driving home, that happened to me and it pissed me off. So I'm like, we should talk about things that people don't know, but they right. should. And like. <laughs> So it's a podcast about nothing. <laughs> so this is cool. Like I like having a topic to, to talk about. And like I said, I know a little bit here and there, but uh, you know, I like, I I've heard, I, like, I've, like I said, I've heard about like the reptile people and, yeah. but I just thought it was like just a random thing. I didn't think it was like an alien thing. I thought it was like a different like subspecies or brother species of, of humans that were just underground and then like trying to infiltrate the surface world of a hollow earth type concept. Like, you, like, you know what you just did? You described the plot of super Mario brothers, the movie pretty much. That's what you just did, which is fantastic. Well, and the, so the best part about that is Nintendo like championed the Mario franchise and 
put that movie out there. Maybe they know something we don't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, wouldn't wouldn't be the first time. Very rich and powerful people probably meet about all sorts of stuff that we'll never know. All sorts of shit that we will never know about. Yeah, it's fantastic. Uh, like, like I, I just I just picture this. I picture like the the rich versions of dudes like us sitting around being like, we should make a movie about a plumber that finds a lizard that shoots fire. <laughs> <laughs> idiots will never believe us yeah like little did we know it's a documentary meanwhile there's like a reptilian walk by yes <laughs> definitely make that movie like, <laughs> like I, I just I, I just think it's like a huge joke like that they like joke around like what ridiculous premises can we put out there for movies that they'll be fascinated about yeah that are really just true oh yeah yeah simpletons well right, watch but they can watch they can... my family history <laughs> lord well, that... bowser well, that's the thing with uh, Area 51 that a lot of people bought into, which is they could have it right in your face and you wouldn't even know that uh, here's the spacecraft. Like there's a there's a spacecraft um, somewhere um, in Roswell that's, you know, looks legit. And they said, like, what if they're men in blacking us like they have it out in the open? It's right there. Right. That That is it. That's what we found. We put it back together. Now this is what it looks like. And the, I think that's one of the coolest premises of, especially the original movie, is how how easily they just like work things, everyday things, in to be like, oh yeah, those two like they're actually like alien ships that we didn't have anywhere else to put, so we put them on towers and other restaurants, and like, oh, where can you be going? Like, I, I want to like, hey, do those two things still do those two still work? Like, and that's where the the, the giant cockroach thing was going. Yeah, it was cool as hell. Yep. Because it literally took all the things we're talking about right now and made it like real. Mm-hmm. Like, Maybe oh, Elvis this is how simple it would be to just hide this stuff in plain sight from you idiots. Yeah. Elvis is really a reptilian all along. Yeah. He, did, uh, he didn't die. He just went home. That's right. The Thule Society, that is the society I was trying to think of that uh, the German Workers Party, uh, they were sponsored by. Ah. Uh. And look them up. They're um, is this gonna get me put on a list? No, nah, I think you're safe. This is this. It's literally just history. There's nothing we can do about it. This it exists. Um, Madame Blavatsky is the original founder because they took all of her writings and they created a religion around it. Gotcha. He was a German, a nationally a, a Russian nationally born. German citizen. I think that's kind of how her life went. And she wrote these long diatribe bullshit books that I I tried reading like a chapter and I was like, this is one absurd, two boring as shit. And I just I'm not I'm not that white. <laughs> it's like <laughs> that's a bad, bad kind of white that I'm like get that away oh this is yeah it's it it's a you know you they spawn the nazis in a lot of ways so i'm just you know sure horrible existence history that we have lived through and uh it's one way to learn from your uh past and and move on so that's what we'll do we'll just move on from that Uh, to sign a blood declaration of faith to belong yeah nice they're like 
A primary focus of the Thule Society was claim was a claim concerning the origins of the Aryan race. In 1917, people who wanted to join the Germanic order out of which the Thule Society developed in 1918 had to sign a special declaration of faith concerning their lineage. See what I'm saying, dude? Yeah, this really is like that. Some other where I'm not going here. <laughs> this is some other kind of white because. The signer hereby swears the, to the best of his knowledge and belief that no Jewish or colored blood flows in either his or his wife's veins and that among their ancestors are no members of the colored races. Ugh. Like, yo, do this. How could you how could you ever get to the point where you look at your family and go, yep, we, we are the epitome of humanity. This is what a human should look like. You ever seen a German? They don't like I'm mostly German. I don't look good. <laughs> Here's the worst part. At some point, when you go down that road, you're all going to be related. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like b- before long, you're like the gene pool is so shallow that you all start looking like that thing from the Goonies. Why is that the goal? Why? <laughs> because that was the epitome of of what it means to be a human <laughs> the epitome if, if it's if anything yeah god these people suck they do the worst literally the worst human beings have ever, ever existed just the the overall bastardization of the love of aliens turning into the nazi party is just un- unacceptable unacceptable it's not fair <laughs> that was a stretch and a half and i appreciate you sticking with me on it no it's fair uh, <laughs> do you know the movie fire in the sky I can't say that I do. Okay, so this movie was released in the 90s. Let's get the exact date up. Uh, Fire in the Sky is a real-life story of an alien abduction. So it was released in 93. I was actually going to guess 93. So uh, released in uh, 93, but in uh, 1975, a group of five men, they were lumberjacks. Um, I know that because I know the story. This is the premise of the movie, but uh, and uh, they are working in a forest when they see a mysterious light. Intrigued, Travis Walton, our uh, protagonist of the story, leaves the truck only to be sucked up into a flying saucer. The other four men report the strange event, but are skeptically interrogated, and so on and so forth. So, the Travis Walton story, to me, is too. It's I believe him 100% because nothing he tells about that story is fun, is enjoyable. It sounds horrific, the things he went through. There's a specific scene in the in the movie where they're putting a needle into the... Uh, I have seen this. Okay. That is I didn't know what it was called, but for some reason, I watched that crap at work one night. <laughs> well... Uh, that did not actually happen to him. That that didn't. But other horrific things did happen to him. Obviously, the there's some. I think there's some milking, some probing going on. Those yes. kind of fun things. But the fact of the matter is this: that he did go missing. Four dudes who seemed completely normal decided that they were going to lose their damn minds. And swear up and down what happened to them. None of them have ever retracted. All five men have never changed their stories. 
They have stuck to it 100%, no matter the circumstances. So that's the first thing that I'm like, I believe because like, you can't go that long without one of you cracking and just someone like a, we getting drunk at a bar and just, yeah, it wasn't that it wasn't true. We made it, right. up, blah, blah, blah. but they didn't. Uh, the other thing that I believe um, more than anything is that it, it's the kind of men that it happened to. You're going to tell me that four dudes who's literally, literally this is their day. Get up at the butt crack of dawn, go out in the middle of the woods, literally chopping down trees, right? Loading them up on trucks and then going up to the local bar, getting drunk and then doing it all over the next day over and over again. Those are the guys that make up their friend getting abducted by an alien. Right. I don't think so. The next thing that I is actually backed up in facts of the story is the condition that Travis eventually shows up in is completely unhealthy. So he's missing for three days. He calls a payphone uh, like 30 minutes away from where he was dropped off or maybe it's 30 miles. And calls and lets them know wherever he is. I, I think he calls his mom or his sister, one of the two. And the so in those three days, he was doing his alien thing, but no one ever saw him. Right. So what would he have been doing for three days and then showing up and then calling and then just, just to continue the story, like that's part of it? It's like, no, this none of this seems right. Like he was missing. No one knew where he was. The other thing is he went to, had to go to the hospital because he was completely dehydrated. So he was dehydrated. But the weird thing about it is that he didn't look like he was starving. So they like had him take piss tests and stuff like that to like see what's going on with them. And when you're dehydrated and you pee, there's certain things that show up in your pee. I think there's called ketones, maybe. That show up in your in your urine that show that you're you've been dehydrated and that you you know weren't taking in water, but the same test didn't show that he was malnourished. He was being fed, and that's what he says in his story. Right, that they were like injecting something like down his throat in like a tube or something like that to give him nourishment for three days. So weird. Yeah. And it, that all backs like that's all facts. So for three days he didn't drink water, but he, but he, he ate did, and he did have food. And at some point you ate, and I, I mean there there's things that you can there's like there's there's moisture and stuff in food that if you technically want to you can try to stay at least a little hydrated mm-hmm. by eating. So like, oh, it's so weird. I didn't like, and this was something I didn't I, again. I don't know shit about aliens. I didn't know that I had seen this film, but here we are. Yeah. And that's, that's based on a pretty real story. In my opinion, pretty real. Sure. Sounds that way. Doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I have no reason to doubt the man. He's, he's never backed off of it. And here we are. What? Uh, a long time. Is this really 47 years ago. I, I can't do math. <laughs> 1975, 2022. Holy crap, dude. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Remember when 1975 didn't seem that far away? Yeah, no kidding. 
<laughs> like it still doesn't until you start counting. Stop bringing it up. I don't want to feel old. Yeah. Well, I mean, we weren't born in the seventies, so we're good. True. Um, that's probably the most famous of all the American abduction stories. There's some really cool stuff. That's cool stuff. There's some been some really weird stuff that's happened around the globe. There's some really interesting Brazilian abductions that happened, but they were all enjoyable, supposedly. Like these people didn't have a bad time. They kind of enjoyed being abducted. Yeah, that that part is weird to me. You like you would enjoy? Probably not. I mean, yeah. I, I guess it depends on really the type of experimentation that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But like generally speaking, I mean when you talk about like being milked, being probed, being examined, like those things don't sound like fun, but like there's people who are like, Oh yeah, it was a party. Was it though? And first off, why are aliens abducting you to hang out? And how do I get an invite? If that's what it looks like. Yeah. I don't think it would be a, I don't think the idea of being abducted would be a bad thing if it was fun, but no, like, for the longest time, it was never a thing where like, oh, my God, like I got abducted by aliens. They put something in my ass. <laughs> no, I'm good. <laughs> we're, we're not into that. Well, this one that I want to talk about, it doesn't have to do with the ass. Thank God. But it does have to do with a little bit of semen. Um, this is the Gulf Breeze incident um, where this guy who was a contractor, a father of two children, uh, I believe 16 and 10. Um, yeah, I think 16 and 10 sounds right. I'll just go with that. Um, Gulf Breeze, Florida, which is in the panhandle of uh, Florida. So, you know, near Jacksonville, which is outstanding. Duval. <laughs> God, that place sucks. <laughs> Sorry if anybody listens to this from Jacksonville, but figure it out they're they got a mo that is hard to shake and that's not our fault very true very true uh i am sending jaws a picture of this ufo right now as we were talking so this story is yeah isn't that kind of cool that is kind of cool okay so this is what happens with this story um this guy one night is outside and he literally, it, he just sees a UFO up here. Um, just come at him and just stop. Um, and then after that, and it tries to abduct him, but he, he can't. He like grabs onto a tree or something like that, and they can't pull him away. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah. I will not go. Damn You're it. not taking me. No. Yeah. And uh, uh, supposedly he's always in his underwear. That's when I listened to the podcast talk about this, it was guy was described as always in a wife beater, always in tidy whities. Sweet. Yeah. So a real good image. You know, nice beer gut going on. God, this sounds like my hero. <laughs> I should probably look up his name just to give him credit. Um, but anyways, so that happens. But then the, these night incidents start happening where <laughs> these uh, voices are talking in his head. And he'll hear stuff like, you know, <laughs> he's like, uh, uh, Walter's his name. Uh, come with us, Walter. Uh, it, we're here for you, Walter, and things like that. And he's like waking up and freaking out. 
one day he's stuck in bed and there's there, the small graves. Once again, the, the creepy ones that want to abduct us and stick stuff in our butts. Uh, they show up and they're butt walking, stuff aliens. They're walking, ra- walking around his room. His wife like wakes up and, and sees this all happening too. So supposedly everyone in the house saw it. They all swear by it. Um, it, it, it takes over the, the area's newspaper and then it gets out to the UFO community and that brings our heroes of that. Well, probably the last thing we'll talk about uh, before we wrap it up, but the uh, UFO experts that are members of uh, MUFO and there's MUFO. Another, MUFO and there's another one that I don't, I can't remember. MUFO got in trouble though. The, the founder of MUFO, um, I think he got into like not got into whatever. I think he's a pedophile. I think that's what happened there. Weird. That definitely yeah. doesn't do anything for his credibility as an alien guy. I know. Uh so the 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 guys, yeah, the mutual UFO network. So MUFON. I'm sorry, I forgot the network part. MUFON. Uh they come out and they come to help explore. So a normal camera, and this is all in the Polaroid, the Polaroid days. You remember those good old days, right, John? Yeah, yeah. Take the picture, shake it so it develops. Which good we times. weren't supposed to do. No one ever told us that, though. Yeah. You're not supposed to shake it. Like, that's not good for you. You're supposed to let it just develop. But either way, those cameras themselves are very hard to trick and manipulate in a way that you can get a double image. Something to enhance another picture so that it looks more believable. Right. Especially with right. aliens. Uh, that didn't happen because um, he's not that smart. <laughs> That's my personal <laughs> opinion. I don't think he was smart enough to figure out how to do it with an OG. But then the MUFON guys show up and they give him what's called a locked camera, which I don't believe was a Polaroid, but maybe it was. But either way, a locked camera is a way that uh keeping someone from being able to manipulate the film at all. You cannot double expose it. You can't, you know, eject it and re-inject it. Like none of that. I guess it takes all that out of the equation. So it makes it more believable. Um I believe the picture that I sent you is that picture. Wow. With that camera. Because the MUFON guy that was with him um could not see the UFO, but uh, he uh, Walter could, and so he snapped the picture, and the MUFON guy was sitting next to him. Interesting. Yeah. So that that's the story of Walter. I didn't catch his last name. Walter's Walter. a fantastic dad name. Just gonna say that right now. <clears throat> it's also a great name. Like if he if there's oh, a guy Ed Walters, his last name is Walters. Or oh, Walter. even better. Yeah. If you were to tell me there was a guy who was going to be on TV telling me what the UFO looked like, Walter is one of the names that I would expect to show up like, oh, Walter so-and-so telling me about the UFO. It's kind of like the guy who's been on the TV more than once telling you what the uh, tornado sounded like. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's he totally sounds like someone out of the burbs. It, it's, it's, it's like burbs, but instead of like creepy people that might murder people in their basement, it's aliens. Right. So you got Tom Hanks running out there, screaming at bloody hell, high heaven, whatever, and an alien that you can't see or a UFO that you can't see. It's fantastic. Would you venture to say that those aliens were of the John Cena race? 
Well, because they cannot be seen. Correct. Sorry. <laughs> I wasn't sure I wasn't sure if I got that reference until I thought about what made John Cena John Cena. And the fact that he doesn't he, he almost doesn't exist. He doesn't exist. He got pretty famous for a guy that cannot be seen. Right? Yeah. No. I, uh, I, I <laughs> it's the small grays added once again. You know, that's of course. There are mortal enemies. I think the reptilians suck. Um, but they're at least not trying to like probe our butts. Oh, uh, supposedly uh, also rip, um there's a uh, Dolce Air Base or uh, or Air Force Base, or just base, or I don't really know what it's called, but Dolce, New Mexico. Uh, the reptilian supposedly enjoy raw meat and oh. will eat a human if given the chance. Not to say that they're going to just go out on a murder spree, spree in a community and just eat a bunch of people, but let's say you stumbled on the wrong corridor and see the wrong thing. Yeah, that can't, they can't risk you telling, telling the other reptilians. Next thing you know, your lunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. This also sounds like a great, like ironic backstory for things like werewolves and uh, vampires. Like, hey, these things like bite your neck and kill you. Wow, that sounds like a good movie. <laughs> I think we figured it out. Listen, if if either one of us goes missing, we know why. Oh, we got too close. Yeah. No, we did. We definitely got too close. Yeah. I don't know if the other people haven't gotten. I don't know if anyone will get us for this one. You know, there's a lot of other people that just talk just exclusively about aliens and they're all right. True. But they're probably so, in on it. Well, and one of the things I wanted to mention to you when like, I'm, I'm, I'm big with like, when you talk, when people talk like conspiracy theories and stuff like that and like getting into aliens, you know, the, the dude with the story from fire in the sky, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm a big, I'm a big believer of, you know, the, the more people that are involved, the more the less likely the conspiracy is. Mm-hmm. So when you talk like a dude and four of his buddies, who after all this time have never once changed their story, never once faltered on a detail, nothing that makes it even more believable. Because like I mean we we talk sports. Oh, the NFL is rigged, bro. If the NFL was rigged, someone by now would have been like, "Hey, this here's proof." There's people who threatened it. No one's ever actually done it, and they're like. It's always a dude who had like a one-off year, crappy career, like washout bust or something. You're going to tell me that like Jamarcus Russell wouldn't have come out and be like, I can't afford any more grape drink. Do I have a new, do I have news for you? (laughs) Same concept here. Like at some point you don't think like one of these four dudes would have been like, I'm tired of talking about this. It didn't happen. Yep. That's absolutely what I thought would have drove some sort of, break like right i'm done this was i'm 78 years old i don't want to talk about this anymore yeah like my buddy he pulled a great prank awesome good for him like but i'm just i'm just done i'm done like no no not not a single one of them has faltered like nobody nobody involved in that story in any way shape or form has slipped in any way nobody ever asked how i lost my foot lumberjack incident diabetes (laughs) diabetes <laughs> uh the last thing actually i wanted to bring up a more local and i i this is a pretty popular one the uh hudson valley ufo sightings you know about this i've heard but i don't know shit about it yeah 1983 1986 between new york state and connecticut uh they were uh witnesses that uh say they saw a hovering immense v-shaped 
series of flashing lights connected by a dark structure. So not the uh, stereotypical flying saucer shape, not the more current pill shaped, which is uh, that retired Air Force um, pilot. He says it was more like pill shaped, like an ibuprofen, but like a really big ibuprofen. That's more the what we see now for the UFOs, but um, this is this like oh, like literally people just all around hundreds of areas uh, or a hundred square miles talking about this incident. So yeah, I thought you know this one is uh, fun because it's in New York State. Uh, I think it's fun because it's well, kind of current. It happened in normal regular times, not the forties. <laughs> I think I lost you there for a second. You back? Oh, there we go. There we go. I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh shit. Maybe maybe I, maybe we are getting too close. Damn. <laughs> All right. Well, if they shut off mine, then we know we're good. Nope, they didn't do it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so this one was fun too. There's also like a signing. I think maybe this one's tied to like it flew over Shea Stadium. I remember oh. here reading something about that. Yeah. Uh, that was in Men in Black. I think well, that's something else. Well, <laughs> actually, you're right, right? Yeah. He, did have, he, okay. he actually crashed at Shea Stadium. Oh, that's right. Well, um, Chris, who who was also going to be on this uh, show with us, uh, he was going to tell an awesome story that's tied to that. And I asked him one time, well, like, is that would that happen in 1980? whatever or something and he was like i don't know i think so so i'll let him tell that story another day but oh. yeah I, I i think he knows someone that may have participated accidentally in the hudson valen hudson hudson valen valley sighting. i can't talk we need to end this because apparently <laughs> they have instead of turning off my camera or anything they're turning else, off your brain that, yeah they're turning off my brain which is even maybe that's the bourbon oh, I the bourbon. <laughs> it's always the bourbon isn't it? Well, I was also going to say before we recorded this podcast is this may be one of the few times, maybe not hard to predict, but one of the few times in the show where we go to learn about something and we actually get dumber. <laughs> I don't uh, know if we're going to walk away with like feeling, feeling, feeling more knowledgeable here. Yeah. If I definitely maybe, feel like I've learned a thing or two. I don't know if that's a good thing or two, but I've learned a thing or two. It may help you, the you, the listeners, at least feel more connected in a way that you hadn't thought about before. Because, hey, man, if we're all just from a alien, you know, experiment, that's freaking cool. Like, there's I mean, that that is kind of cool. There's worse ways to get created into existence. Yeah, like we could all be related. Yeah. That's a weird that's a weird shot of religion, sorry. <laughs> well, they wanted <laughs> they wanted well, I, I thought you were just bringing back the Nazis again. I think that too. Yeah, or I, I was going to say like even just like, you know, you you, you don't want to be, you know, participating in, you know, any sort of you know, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> that's something else I don't know shit about. Yeah, right. That's you know what? 2 years from now we'll we'll try and track that one down. We'll get into that one. Yeah, that that's got to be like a, a subscription only episode because we're we're getting canceled hard for that one. Yeah, 
yeah. Th- thank you to a shout out to our Patreons. Yeah. <laughs> our future Patreons. <laughs> Here comes your exclusive episode where Brian should have been banned from talking about anything ever again. <laughs> uh, well, they tried to cancel me. I it didn't work the first time. So hopefully it doesn't work this time. See, that's why you're on to talk about something uh, like this. that puts us on the government radar. Oh, good. You're in person. That's exactly where I want to be. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh I think that's it. I don't there's always more, okay? With aliens, there's always more. There's more sightings all the time. In fact, me and, oh, my, sure. wife, me and my wife thought that we saw UFOs, but it actually turned out that it was just that satellite that Elon Musk sent over to Ukraine. Sweet. <laughs> what is that the the what is that internet satellite system he has? Do you know Jaws off the top of your head? Oh, um, no, I don't. People are Sorry. yelling at, at their speakers right now. <laughs> they sure are. Freaking idiots. It's this. Um, either way, but that's, I guess that's what we saw because it was like consecutive lights just going across the, the sky. It wasn't, in, but it wasn't like dark out yet. It was like oh. getting, getting dark. It was dusk. And I was like, what in the world? And pulled the wife over and she goes, oh, that's weird. I'm like, what is that? And I didn't think, oh, it's UFOs, aliens. I was like, yeah, but what is that? And then I asked my <laughs> father-in-law, and he told me. He oh. goes, oh, I think you just saw that thing that Elon Musk has. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. He can see that stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I spend a lot of time up late at night, and sometimes I get to look, like be outside and look around. Or when I'm out at my cabin where there's literally nothing but stars. Yeah. I keep waiting for the day that I'm just like, I'm not looking up anymore, but it hasn't happened yet. So I'm just going to keep looking. Yeah. Got to keep looking. Uh, do you, did you watch that Leonardo movie on uh, Netflix? Look up. No, not yet. It's on, it's on my, uh, it's on my watch list. Okay. I watch it pretty good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we will continue to look up. Uh, I will continue to look forward to talking to, my man Jaws once again someday down the line. Uh, Jaws, man, thanks for coming on. Thanks for bringing some, something so fun and different. It is my pleasure, my friend. This was a good time. I always enjoy being on uh, other people's shows, and you know, I like getting people on my shows too. The problem is my recording schedule is so weird; it's hard to do that. So, uh, anytime you'd like to be on any of the shows, you are more than welcome. And thank you for having me. I would love to come back anytime. Well, how about this? We could like record one question at a time and send it to each other and then we'll just piece it together until it's one podcast there you go that is a terrible idea why would you that, say that, that would idea? take forever oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man yeah we're not gonna do that but uh yeah i would love to honestly i would love to that'd be fantastic absolutely okay well i'm sorry we made you dumber out there listeners but uh i'm not it's what you get <laughs> It is what it is what you get when you click on an episode that literally mentions aliens in it. Like you didn't click on that by accident. Sure so, didn't. So thanks for listening all the way up until this point. If you made it this long, um, continue to listen to all the great shows on the network, like Jaws appears on. Uh, so that would be Hat Stats and Stats, which is a pro, uh, a championship caliber pro sports podcast based in Buffalo, New York. Tip of the Cap Podcast, Western New York's first and only prep baseball podcast. Common Debauchery, the show literally about nothing, 
And the producers were me and one of my other co-hosts just talk movies, actors, characters, and things of the sort, which is only getting better as we go. We're only on like episode 18 and we've developed from just picking a movie and talking about it to uh, ranging into some of those other things. We've ranked our favorite Adam Sandler movies and uh, gone as far as discussing the character of the Joker on our most recent uh, episode that will be dropping on for this coming Friday. Nice. Was there a uh, declaration of favorite Jokers? Uh, we, we pretty much went with the top, like the top six being Leto, um, who he's just, he's the most, one of the most recent, not that he's anybody's favorite, mm-hmm. uh, Phoenix mm-hmm. ledger, um, Nicholas. the OG from the Adam West show, Mark Hamill as the voice of the Joker in the animated series. And was it Jack Nicholson? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so like we, we talked about them, like how they're different incantations or representations of the character like did him justice or didn't do him justice per se in different ways right like the uh the emo gangster version from jared leto was awful and should be just burned from our our memories (laughs) that's that stuff you can expect when you listen to producers i say shit like that all the time well i mean you're not wrong I, I know I'm not. That's why as, I say long, it. as long as you're laying down truths like that, uh, you know, I'll tune in as well as the people listening to this podcast. Go tune in. Um, it's Caesar Romero. And I wasn't yes, mad at I myself. Couldn't I, couldn't remember. I couldn't either. And I was mad at myself. I was like, I, I literally sat in this seat like 10 out, like six hours ago and read his name and I couldn't couldn't do it. It's the only that's the only DC product that I get mad at myself for not remembering off the top of my head because i loved batman I mean, we got it easy though dude oh you know, yeah we, we 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 were brought in with the best batman movie still to this day in my opinion just saying absolutely yeah uh that is it for this episode um i will be back in two weeks but i don't know who's up <laughs> i don't know who's on the next episode yet i will come back with another guest and uh expert and hopefully something fun to learn about but in the meantime uh go check out my other shows the two-point conversation which jaws appears on as well and you can check out processing the process which is your go-to uh nfl draft podcast from two guys that literally have no business talking about the nfl draft and then also watch or listen to me. We should turn it into a video one, in all honesty, crafting and drafting. But uh, crafting and drafting, the show where guys drink and draft stupid stuff. Sweet. That sounds which, fun. Which the next one, which will probably be the same week that this show comes out or the following week. Either way, you'll, you, you'll be able to listen to it. Uh, <laughs> one that Jaws, I think you would be fantastic. And I might call you back for this. People through time, I'd love to punch in the face. Oh, my God. I want to be on that so bad. Please. Yes. Pretty please. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm calling her and I'll, you're in. Thank God. <laughs> I need to drink on a podcast soon. Yeah. Well, we do it and we do it well. Um, thanks for listening. Jaws, once again, thanks for coming on. Uh, thanks to the Google machine for giving me my information for today. And uh, more than anything, um, Guys, go out and learn something. It's fun.